Hi there, friends, and welcome back to True Presence for Catholic Moms, the show for Catholic moms who want to learn to build an intentional life. I'm your host, Kelsey Pascarell, and I help you design your days on purpose. So today, mom friends, have you ever felt like you're just not cut out for this job? Because let me tell you, that is how most moms feel at one point or another. They wonder, did I get in over my head? Am I really going to be able to handle this? Am I ruining my kids? They have all these self-doubts that make them question whether or not they're really able to do this whole motherhood thing and whether or not maybe God made a mistake in giving this job to them. So if this is you, stay tuned. Hey there, Mama. This is True Presence, the podcast where Catholic moms like you and me learn to be embodied souls. St. Catherine of Siena said, be who you were meant to be, and you will set the world on fire. In the midst of hurry, worry, and social media, we're doing a 180 and focusing on real presence, communion, connection, natural living, and bringing eternity into our hearts and homes. I'm your host, Kelsey, and I'm so glad you're here. All right, friends, I know it seems a little bit early to be talking about this, But believe it or not, Advent is right around the corner. And I want to ask you something. How do you want your Advent to feel this year? Because I bet for a lot of you, it actually feels like one of the most rushed and hurried and crazy seasons of the year. And what I want my Advent to feel like, I want it to feel pensive and peaceful and reflective I want it to be time with family spent in prayer and preparing our hearts and our homes for Christmas. The way that we can do that is by getting ahead of it, to not let Advent become the season of all the shopping and the commercialism and the rushing around for all the last minute things. What we're going to try to do and what I'm planning for you guys is to host a three-day challenge where we're going to start our November by getting all of our planning done so that you can get ahead this year. Get your Christmas stuff done. Get in a place to where Advent feels slow, unhurried, and peaceful. If you want to sign up for that, I've got a link in the show notes. The challenge is called Savor Advent. Please sign up. Invite your friends. I can't wait to see you in there. So let's talk about imposter syndrome today and how it's affecting your life. Now, imposter syndrome, you might have heard of this in other contexts, but it's that constant whisper in your ear telling you that you're not good enough, that you're not doing enough, that you're failing, or maybe that you're just pretending to have it all together. And as moms, It can be so easy to fall into that trap of comparing ourselves to others, whether it's on social media or at the playgroup or the school drop-off or even within our own family. But here's the thing. What if I told you that, first of all, that is completely normal to have those thoughts? And second, that it's actually a sign that you're on the right track. Because here's the deal. We're going to get back to this a little deeper in a minute, but I just want to point out that anytime anybody does anything of worth, they find themselves hit with imposter syndrome. So what does this mean? This means you're stretching yourself. So how is imposter syndrome affecting the way you're spending your time? Well, first of all, 
It's like having an uninvited guest in your mind. It's distracting you and taking up your brain power and causing you to second guess everything. It's whispering self-doubt and it makes you feel like every decision could be a potential mistake. So when you doubt your abilities as a mom and you're second guessing every little choice from what to make for dinner to how you spend your weekends, it can be so mentally exhausting and it eats away at your focus. Imposter syndrome can also cause us to be procrastinators. It can look a bit like perfectionism. It can stop us from taking action on something because we're not sure if we can do it just the right way. For example, homeschooling our kids or hosting a play date. I hear so often people talk about how hard it is to build community these days. And I think this is so often at the heart of it. We're so scared of being found out as imperfect. We don't even put ourselves out there sometimes. You know, once upon a time, women would gather and wash their laundry together, and everyone knew everyone else had dirty laundry. But now we gather in a curated online space and show off our highlight reels, and it's super intimidating. And we're scared. We're scared to trust our ideas and our differences, to go against the flow and raise our families in the unique and beautiful way that God created our unique families for. So, This is a mental game that's constantly coming between us and really blossoming into our roles as mothers. It's a constant distraction. It is constantly undermining our confidence and our decision-making skills and causing us to second-guess ourselves. And my friends, imposter syndrome is adding to your mental load and your decision fatigue. If you are questioning yourself in every single thing all day long, you're burning so much energy. I want to ask, does any of this resonate with you? Do you feel like you're underqualified? So, if so, let's just start by saying it's actually probably true to some extent. But so is everyone else, right? We're all underqualified for the jobs that we have. God didn't give us omniscience, He didn't give us an instruction manual for each unique kid. Because let me tell you how parenting goes. For example, I'd start to get the hang of it with each kid, and I'd think, oh, now I've got this down. And then I'd have another kid, and they'd be completely different. And I'd have to learn all over again how to parent that kid. And the good news is, God also didn't leave us here alone to grow in virtue on our own steam. So we have that imposter syndrome coming up. It's welling up inside of us. We're feeling inadequate. That's okay. He told us. His grace is sufficient for us. So let's get down to the facts of it. Maybe you have zero clue what you're doing. Maybe you weren't raised well. Maybe you've got these habits ingrained in you from your parents that you have to learn to override. But maybe there's other areas where you're doing absolutely amazing. Maybe you're carefully choosing beautiful books to read to your children that are going to nourish them. Nourish their souls and help them to imagine a world where they can grow into being saints. Maybe you're a good listener and they know they can always come to you. Maybe you're pouring out love and tenderness to them. But first of all, let's remember that good mothering isn't a personality trait. It's a skill set. In fact, it's actually a hundred skill sets and no one starts out amazing at all of it. The skill sets for just basic stuff like how to change a diaper, or more advanced stuff, how to teach your child to read. There's other skill sets. There's skill sets for keeping the house clean once the toddlers are on the scene. 
being little tornadoes that God made them to be. There's skill sets for managing our time and energy when we have an increased workload. There's the skill sets for self-regulation when our kids do things that are really upsetting to us, like accidentally break our favorite China doll that we had since we were seven. That may or may not have happened to mine. Um, It's also good for detachment, this whole parenting thing. We're learning detachment. But how many of us go into motherhood even knowing we need these skills? Goodness, my husband and I joke all the time about how we were such perfect parents before we actually had kids. And it's humbling, isn't it? Don't we all go into it that way? Well, I'll be this kind of a parent. And then our children come along and they show us exactly what kind of parents we are starting out as. We all go into things with different talents and experiences. When my kids were little, I really struggled with self-regulation. You know, I loved them like crazy, but it was overwhelming. Their little antics and the constant noises and the messes. It hit these trigger points I had no idea I had. And I'd find myself yelling at these sweet little kids, even though I didn't want to be a mom who yelled. And I felt really crummy about it. I had to learn and grow. It wasn't who I was. It was a lagging skill. Self-regulation was a lagging skill that I had to learn to correct. I'm still not perfect, guys. But I just want to show you that it's something you can learn. We have a choice about that. We can look at our life and say, There's something wrong with me. I just can't handle this. I'm not cut out for this. I'm broken. God made me wrong. You know, I have ADHD, guys, and and distractions are my kryptonite. And kids are distracting. I burn dinner sometimes because my six year old talks to me. So I could tell myself because I have ADHD, I can't parent. I can't get my act together. I'm burning dinner. Or I can look at it and say, oh, look, I'm distractible. I need to figure out a strategy or I need to learn a new skill set. Because if it wasn't ADHD, it would be something else. But here's what I want you to do about imposter syndrome. First, I want you to recognize it and then realize that it's universal. It's universal for any new thing we do that truly matters. We feel imposter syndrome, this idea that we aren't worthy whenever we step into something new that is worth doing. Artists feel it. Entrepreneurs feel it. Podcasters feel it. And honestly, guys, the first time I released a podcast episode out into the world, I crawled into my bed, put the blanket over my head, and cried. And it's the same with motherhood. So remember, that lack of confidence you feel when you start out in parenting or when you hit each new stage. Solid foods, potty training, kindergarten, preteen hormones. It's normal. And it comes up again and again because you're new at it. And everyone is new at each stage at some point. The problem is when we make it mean something more than that. Give yourself the grace to be learning. We all start there, literally all of us, not just once, but for every stage. So here are some practical steps. First, acknowledge how you feel. You have to recognize it. Recognize that it's normal. And then understand these feelings of self doubt are common. They're not a reflection of your actual abilities or your potential. Then you need to challenge the negative thoughts. I want you to sit with the Lord and just ask Him. Ask Him what He has to say about those things. 
Because do you think he would tell you those things, that he would tell you you're not cut out for this? Do you think he would tell you that he made a mistake in making you a mom to these children? Of course he wouldn't. He'd pick you up and wipe your tears and tell you he's with you, that he's there to help you. I need to tell you to have courage to keep going. Often you're going to find that your fears are just fears. They're projecting one small mistake or something that you have a lagging skill in into the entire future. They're one small piece of an enormous story that you don't know the ending of. Next, I want you to practice thinking about how when you do try new things, it's normal to make mistakes and to start out not being very good at it and not knowing how to do it perfectly. Because that's going to help you to get over the hump of whatever it is that you are trying to do, whatever it is that's next, whether that's learning a new parenting method, whether that's hosting a play group, whatever it is that you feel like the Lord is calling you to do, that the imposter syndrome has intimidated you from starting. I want you to focus on your progress and your growth rather than trying to be flawless. Learning's a lifelong process celebrate the progress you've already made. Look back. How much have you learned? I bet you didn't know a thing about baby sleep when you started out on this. I bet you didn't know anything about toddler tantrums. You have learned so much. You have grown so much. You've stepped outside your comfort zone and you've sought out these new skills. You've asked people for help. You've studied this. You've experimented and gone through some trial and error. And one of the things that we tend to do is we have this black and white thinking. We either think I'm good at this or I'm terrible at this. But when we look at our growth, we can see it's actually not that way at all. We are on a journey to improve. And when we have trouble, it's just that one of two things. One, maybe it was just a bad day. You know, sometimes we have those days where our children are behaving terribly or something else is going on. And the house is a mess, maybe. We look at it and we think, oh my goodness, I'm a terrible mother. I haven't taught my kids a thing about manners or cleaning up after themselves. I'm not cut out for this. But pause there. The Lord put you in this role. He made you a mother. Maybe it's just a bad day. Or maybe it's just that lagging skill. There's a gap there. We didn't learn everything from our parents, and some of our parents didn't learn things from their parents. But friends, I think it's particularly pervasive right now in the world we live in because we are so bombarded with so much information, so much noise, so many mixed messages of parenting that it's hard to sort through that and really figure out what we care about, what our goals are, what we really should be doing. All this information, all these possibilities, all these ideas are very overwhelming. I want to tell you, if you're struggling and you've been struggling for a long time with overwhelm, if you feel like you have too much on your plate and you don't know how to sort through it, you don't know how to organize it, you don't know how to make sure the most important stuff is getting done. If you feel like all of this is harming your relationship with your motherhood, it's undercutting your self-confidence, I want you to reach out to me so that you don't have to sit there and overwhelm anymore. 
so that that doesn't have to be the way that you wake up every morning. You can wake up having a plan for getting the most important things done and you can go to bed at night feeling satisfied with your day. So if this is you, if you're overwhelmed all the time, reach out to me. All right, guys, until next time. All right, friends, if you like this episode, one of the ways that we can get more awesome guests on this show is if you leave a review. So scroll to the bottom of this episode where the reviews are and hit those stars and then write me a little message about what your favorite episode was. I promise to read every single review and keep trying to get you the guests and information that helps you through this mission of motherhood.